it's camaraderie. <laughs> you know what's so weird is that like I was just thinking this is the first time this is gonna sound so bad, but this is the first time I've ever recorded without being like a little bit inebriated. Inebriate? <laughs> what does that mean? Like drunk. I'm dumb. Oh, I mean, oh, you're not dumb. Okay. You just lived in the Netherlands for like most of your life. So. Sometimes I will like hear a Dutch word that I haven't heard. And I'm like, I've lived here for 21, 21 years. Yeah, but you've How also- in the hell did I never hear that before? Okay, but you've also told me stories about knowing Dutch words that even Dutch people don't know. And I understand that. So yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that um, when you like go to school for like a year and a half, almost two years, and all you hear is like proper, proper Dutch and it's just Dutch all day. Mm -hmm. And that's like all you hear. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel anyways. (laughs) I feel that. No, it's so funny. Like you sent me that link today. Um, You sent me that link today of like the. Uh, Myers-Briggs personality test. I think that's what it was, right? I don't I don't know what the name was, but I thought it was pretty good. Well, I mean, like, I have... Okay, so here's my here's my issue with it. It's really good, and it's, it's pretty good in describing, you know, some or mo- a majority of your personality, but I don't think that it... I don't think that it, like, really touches on everything and I think like even I was just talking to Andrew about it and how like I identify with what what mine came out to be but I also identify with yours and in the past I've had it where like so I'm INFJ but I'm also INFP so I like borderline both and I feel like I feel like there has to be a test or something that like pinpoints it even more and also, but but then I like I, I contradict myself. I'm like, well, there could be a test that does this, but also like maybe there's no test at all because people can't be put in boxes. So I I okay. So you told me like I always get the INFPJ or J, JP, JP whatever. It always slashes between. Yeah, and to tell you the truth, it was the first time I'd ever even like heard it and I got um I did the personality test I'm trying to think of the reason why I saw it on social media and I was like I just want to try it it's fun why not yeah and but I got mediator Mm -hmm. and so I was looking up on google I was looking up mediator personality Mm -hmm. and then it kept saying that the inf whatever infp yeah I don't even know what it means. Like so, I haven't looked it up. So uh, it's um, it's introvert, intuitive, feeling, perceiving. That's what you are, and then mine is introvert, intuitive, feeling, judging. So, but mine borderlines on both. Oh, okay. Oh, you're oh you're yeah. judgy. No. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> No, it's, it's, uh, you know what? I actually don't understand that because I feel like I'm like the least judgmental person. And I, and I know that they give a, a correct description of it. I was going to say, it probably doesn't actually mean like Mm-mm. judging. No, no, no. I don't think it means that at all. But, you know, uh, like those tests are so fun to do. And it's so fun to like 
understand yourself more, right? Because that's really what the goal is to to really like get to know yourself more. Yeah. And that test is pretty good. And I remember the first time I did it, there were like 58 questions or something. And I mean, that one was super easy. The one that we did today. Um, yeah, it was. And, we, and that's why I thought it was so weird that it was so accurate. Right. And what we can link it in the um, description of today's chit chat topic. Okay. Okay. Uh, but I, I do. Can I just cut in real quick? Yeah. Because if we link that one, <laughs> we'll get back to this later. But I think that we should also link the kink test. <laughs> Hold on. You, you, really didn't, you didn't link me that one. I did. Oh, you did? Don't you remember? It was like, it was like months ago oh. that I linked it to you. And I was like, dude, it's like this kink test. If you really want to know, like, if you really want to get to know yourself and you do a personality test, the kink test, I, we should link it. Amanda, I need it's, to do this. It's a, it's a very in-depth kink test. It's funny though, because it's just like asking you like, what are you into? What are you absolutely not into? And it's not like a yes or no, um, or agree, disagree. It's literally like on a scale of one till, or I think it's zero till 10. Wait, what do you think about this? And this, it gives you percentages. It's really cool. Bet <laughs> life or something. Did you like, where did um, you find this? No, it's just, I don't think it was on FetLife. I don't know. I, we Googled it. It was just, it Our was one of those Our listeners are lights. like, these girls are fucking weird. <laughs> if they think that we are weird only because of a kink test, then I think that they should, you know, they need to, they need to think if they want to keep listening to us. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, it's like the tip of the iceberg completely. I know, I know. Well, okay. So, I mean, now you have to tell us what your kink test was. You have to out yourself now. Um, you know what? I'd have to look it up. But um yeah, it it was it's <laughs> I think I'm trying to think. I think like my highest one was brat. Oh you're like a and, sassy little bitch, aren't you? Yeah, and then <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. And then I think I'm not completely sure, but I think um, the other one was like um, submissive. Well, and yeah, yeah. But they also have like, okay, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, I think it's called predator and prey or something. Like I'm not on that scale at all, but it they do ask you some things to where you're like, well, yeah, I think everybody has that. Like you kind of like the... And I, I wouldn't say like the chasing after, but kind of like the flirting to see if somebody like wants you, you know, yeah. that, that whole like game that you play. And I mean, I think everybody, everybody has, it, yeah. This is, what so, I mean. this is what I mean about tests are really fun, but then yeah. you're like, but wait, you know, because, because then I got like, um, I got to see that it's, it's really weird, but they do give you a percentage of predator then. Okay. Well, see, that's cool. Stuff like that. I, that's, I do like that. I like when they kind of like break it down into percentages because then you can really see, or you have a broad idea of like where, what you fit in most or what, or where you're kind of leaning or, you know, Ooh, it's, it's cool. I have 10% of this in my personality. In, in, in yeah. It's, it's awesome. And I, I thought it was really cool. Okay, and it's we'll also link, like, we'll link both. 
Yeah. And I'm looking and it's called, it's um, bdmtest.org. Mm-hmm. So it's not on FetLife. So we'll, we'll just link it. It's just fun. It's just a fun little thing. Oh so yeah. Like, I love stuff know. like that. I'm all about, yeah. I love like uh, doing tests like that. And then the other thing I'm really addicted to, which is like probably like not, not good to be addicted to it is on Twitter, people will link these like pick crew. Like you can, you can like make a character look like you in different styles from different artists and i'm obsessed for real it's so fun and cute yeah like my icon on instagram is like one of those pick crew things like yeah i can draw myself or like have a picture of myself but it's so much cooler to have like some like this awesome artist's like interpretation of what i might look like you know it's pretty cool and it's free so like why wouldn't you do that yeah, will you please link me that? Yeah, I wanna, you should just fucking use Twitter. I have Twitter. <laughs> you never use it, though. I know, but I have it. <laughs> See, like, it's just like the TikTok thing. I'm like, let's do TikTok. I, I love that we're in our 30s, and I'm like, let's act like we're Gen Z, please. Okay, but I just want to say this really quick. Okay. TikTok does have a lot of young people. Oh, yeah. But it has a shit ton of older people, No, no, people no, no. Too. I feel like TikTok is fine. It's like Facebook, right? Like, let's go all the way back. Facebook was only meant for college kids, right? Yeah. Initially. And then it ended and up now, expanding. And now everybody and your fucking aunt and grandma are on it. And exactly. that is also TikTok. But TikTok is cool. <laughs> and the grandmas on TikTok are my favorite. Like, they're so TikTok- fucking hilarious is so fun like i feel like facebook has become this whole place to go to like facebook uh, Facebook has become political Uh, not just that it's it's a mess dude it's like you remember when myspace was cool or like the hive or whatever like those used to be cool and then like the ads started coming on and then like all these people were on it that just it just became drama and gross and i feel like facebook is is dying it's just yeah it is but then you have like I don't like Facebook now because it's just become negative yeah and then you have Instagram which is just oh that's toxic you know it's yeah but it's like people like being like look at me look at me like look how great I have it so it's I don't really like Instagram either that much and then okay Twitter like I don't I haven't been there for years I'm not gonna lie but It's it's Twitter is also a lot of drama. TikTok is like this place where everybody goes and it's to me, it's either you're making people laugh, Mm -hmm. you are sharing your life story or your. Yeah. So that other people will have that whole like, ooh trauma camaraderie. But and then you also have like the only other side of TikTok, at least that I see, is people trying to teach people. Yeah, no, okay. So I was just going to say, it. like, there are clout chasers on TikTok. Well, know? yeah, duh. I mean, yeah. uh, there, there are people that are going, and, and that's why trends are so ex- excitable on, on TikTok. But the thing that I really love about it, and the thing that, like, I feel like our podcast is, is also going to encompass is that, like, we're sharing our experience you know, so that way we do experience that that camaraderie, that traumaraderie that we have been talking about for the past couple episodes. Like it it makes you feel like, OK, you're not alone. And then also that like you're here, like if 
if you need someone like I've been through it you know like I just posted on TikTok yesterday about like the staph infection <laughs> oh really I didn't see it yeah no no I just it well it was like a quick little thing just something funny because you know how I like to make fun of it. I when there's trauma I have to make a joke about it <laughs> especially on tiktok i feel like on on instagram on twitter on on uh facebook you can't really see my personality but like i feel like tiktok really embodies like who i am at my core <laughs> that's how that's how i feel with your tiktok yeah like it's just so you yeah yeah, yeah dude I, like but and it's it's fun it's it, i i enjoy it but anyway so i have a i have a stack and staff okay oh i had a staff infection and it got pretty bad um and i I'm recovering now, but I'm still like, you know, in the process of recovering. And there was this girl that, um, that commented on my video and she was saying how like they almost amputated her leg because her staph infection got so bad. And so like, Oh my God. You know, you think a staph infection. Yeah. It's gross. Uh, you don't necessarily think about like the severe repercussions of something that like, cause I, I mean, when I got it, it was just like this tiny little thing. And I remember like in our group chat with um, our sisters and mom, uh, everyone was like, oh, it's a it's a spider bite. It's a spider bite, yeah. you know, um, but I, I could just tell it wasn't that. And then I thought like, oh, it'll just go away. It'll be fine. But then it just like I got infected and got bigger and bigger and bigger. And um, yeah, I just can't believe that that's what it was. And then to hear that people ha have their limbs amputated when it gets bad or you can get sepsis, which can lead to death. Like, it's an insane thing that, you know, from the outside looking in, it's like, oh, it's whatever. But like when you have it, you're like, I'm going to lose my leg <laughs> if I can't figure this out. It's scary. Yeah. And that's like we I knew something was up yeah. and I kept telling you, please go. No, no, no. I like it's just scary. I didn't realize because I did go. That's the thing. All right. Let's like, let's go into this. I went, <laughs> I, I went as soon as I felt like it was bad enough to, to warrant, you know, at the time I didn't have health insurance when it first started. Um, I have health insurance now, thankfully, but the time I didn't because I'm poor and, uh, I have avoidant personality. And so I just like, didn't try to get health insurance. This came I was just going to say, I <laughs> just have the worst at the worst time. And so, yeah, like it started as like just a little like a little a blemish, I guess, on my on my thigh. And then it got bigger. And then my whole thigh, my whole right thigh sw had sw uh, swollen up. And at the point where I couldn't walk anymore, that's when I was like, OK, like I need to go um, to the ER. So Andrew took me to the ER and I was there for six hours. No one looked at my leg. Like they gave me antibiotics, they took blood, but no one actually physically came and looked at my leg. Um, well, they looked, but they just didn't well, they, look any further. They didn't touch. They didn't do anything. No, they didn't touch it. They didn't do anything. They just, they were like, oh, you have, you know, you have a staph infection. It's cellulitis. Um, you know, that that's all. And I'm thinking like, I'm in pain. Oh, and the other thing is that they called it mild. They said it was a mild uh staph infection and I'm like if this is mild I don't want to know what you know severe looks like or feels like because I felt like I got shot in the leg like that's what it felt like yeah. and um 
after I was sitting there for about six hours, you know, I was waiting to be discharged because they, they said uh, they were just going to give me antibiotics and they were going to let me go home. Well, the doctor comes in and I'm like in literal tears because I'm in so much pain. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, I like, OK, I mean, I guess this is what life is right now until I take the, the antibiotics. Um, and so she gave me Percocet for the pain. And I remember even after taking the Percocet, I could still feel my leg like it was like that painful. So again, like she didn't, the only thing she did was she, she did an ultrasound on it to, to tell me that there was no, this is disgusting. I'm sorry for our listeners, but there were, there was no pus <laughs> inside of the, of my thigh when in fact there was, and I knew there was, um, and she just didn't, she just didn't care to like, you know, check or listen to me or believe me. So I go home, I take the antibiotics, the swelling goes down, but the infection did not. So it like festered. It just like sat in one place and then it kind of branched off. This is so gross. I'm so sorry to our listeners. But I mean, it's some of the some of them are loving this. Like if they're anything like our sister Jennifer. Oh god. It's so <laughs> gross. I and like the thing is that I'm the kind of person that can't handle talking about anything disgusting but I am now at this point completely desensitized <laughs> because the second time because I I went through this for about a week and I went through all the Ew. antibiotics it, you had like 10 days of antibiotics right no no so no. it's almost no 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 the oh. first no the first round was just five and by the fifth day I was like this isn't getting any better like I was looking online oh, okay. like okay this is not getting any better and I was like it's fine I'll just go through the antibiotics and if it's not done like if it's not clearing up by the the last day then I need to go well I didn't go uh because in my head I'm like I can deal with it um but then I went and I took a shower and it it was bad (laughs) so I asked Andrew (laughs) to take me to the ER again I'm sorry it's okay well, like, like I could feel this is what this is what triggered it. I could feel that there was a hole in my leg. Like I could Ugh. feel that like my muscle and the tissue in my leg was gone. Like there was a portion of it that was just a, I would say like a golf ball sized hole. Um, And that was scary because. You it's your leg. It's your leg. And you're like, you don't know. You're not a doctor. So I went. Um, and the doctor there, she believed me about, you know, there being stuff inside and, but she didn't, I don't think she realized like how much <laughs> that's, I don't think she realized how much. Cause she was like, I'm not going to have to cut you open. Maybe we might have to cut you open, but you know, we'll, we'll see. And so when she found out that, you know, there was a lot and she had to, oh my God, man, my anxiety went through the roof. And this is the thing. They didn't give me anything for pain. They tried to numb me, but because there was no meat around, which I was right about, uh, they couldn't numb me. And then, oh God, I'm sorry. Am I, I feel like I'm like monopolizing the conversation too much. No, you're telling your story. And I'm, I'm, I, I, I mean, like, <laughs> I've seen go ahead (laughs) so oh god this this part is hard to talk about because it was so disgusting and awful and painful but um so she had to like push it all out and uh I did that without any pain medication I mean I was barely like numb 
Um, and there was a lot of blood that came with it. And so eventually after like what felt like forever, but was probably like 10 minutes or five minutes of her, like, you know, working on my thigh. Um, I was like, I need a break. And I was having a literal panic attack. Uh, so they gave me something for anxiety. I don't know what it was, but it was beautiful. It was amazing. (laughs) There was a, (laughs) there was a break. Uh, the doctor left and I noticed at this point after being like the tears running. Oh, also because of COVID, I was by myself. So I didn't have anybody there besides a nurse that was like holding my hand while I was crying and in, in pain. We were with you in spirit. Yeah. Mm, We really, well, I mean, like I would have looked away, but (laughs) I think anyone would have looked away. I couldn't even. I don't know. Maybe that doctor has the same thing that Jennifer has because she was working it. I was just going to say. She probably was like, this is the biggest zit I've ever had to pop in my entire life. (laughs) But it didn't even, this is the thing, it didn't even look like a zit (laughs) or something. It was just, it was just so bad, Amanda. Like, uh, Uh, oh. But again, uh. I'm desensitized. I have no, I, I feel like I could watch any of those videos and be like, yeah, that makes sense now. Like I watched someone cut me open. But that's what I'm trying to say. Like, you can go on TikTok and make, like, a complete video of that. Not only that, you probably will It would go viral. Like, people would be like, oh, my fucking, oh, I, they, they would go crazy. I'm telling you. And that's, like, that's why TikTok is so awesome. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. I mean, did you put, did you post pictures? No, no, no. I I want to say, I want to save everyone. And also, I just don't think I want that kind of content on my anything. (laughs) But, but so, okay. So like the, the cherry on top of this entire situation was that right next to me was a couple that were like, I think the guy had like a, a slice in his leg or something and he was getting stitches. They had to watch that whole thing. There was no, there was no like curtain between us or anything like that. And like, I swear that the lady was trying not to make eye contact with me, but I was just looking over there like, I'm so (laughs) fucking sorry that you've had to witness this entire thing. And then after I got my medication, after they gave me like the anxiety medication. Wait, wait, (laughs) were you like, I'm sorry. (laughs) But if I was in that situation, (laughs) I would be so embarrassed. Amanda, I was. Yeah. I didn't even notice them. I didn't even notice them until after. Until after I was alone in the room, or I thought I was alone. I'm covered in blood, and my wound is like I. They cut me open. There's a, a hole in my fucking leg. And but were you like looking at them? I just like, looked over. I didn't notice. I, I was like in tears, like in pain. And then the I just... worst thing to see at a hospital. And then this bitch is also like staring at you. No, they, like... I feel like she was trying desperately not to. The dude, though, the dude was looking over like, yo, you okay? You know, but it, no one said anything. It was just like silent, like this is the worst situation for all of us. So we're just not so going to talk sad. about it. Yeah. But the medication they gave me for anxiety, I want that shit. I want it. You need that. Shit. You, you, yeah. seri- no, but you seriously need like anxiety medication. Oh, I know. You. <laughs> 
I know. I'm aware. <laughs> this is the avoidance. <laughs> it's seriously because I have seen you in your anxious moments. Mm-hmm. And I've also like with and without medication now. Right. And you know how that feels. Yeah, there's a big difference, of course, like a huge difference in how you handle it. So I'm not just saying like, oh, dude, you need meds. I'm serious (laughs) when I'm saying it because I know how it feels to be on and off them. And, you know, okay, I have a kind of different medication because I only take it when I feel that I'm becoming anxious or when I have like a full blown anxiety or panic attack right um so I don't take them every single day but so I don't know if you would need like what is it like an SSRI is that no is that is that antidepressants or is that anti-anxiety SSRIs Amanda I have no fucking clue (laughs) well the thing is (laughs) Is I don't feel like I don't think you need them every single day, but I think that you would profit from medication that you can take when you feel you're becoming too anxious. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I don't think that I'm as anxious as I used to be. Like, I feel like my 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 home life is so much better than it used to be, you know, so I still struggle with a lot of things. But in terms of just like home life, it's better. Um, yeah. I think when you have anxiety, you just have it, but you can't get the, well, but I'm, but I do think, but I absolutely feel like, um, your environment can play a gigantic role in how you can handle your anxiety. Yeah. It depends on like the support system that you have, like if, whether or not you have, you have like your safe spaces, you know, those are very important. Mine's usually just the bed. (laughs) Like, Mine's food. No. <laughs> same though. Same. <laughs> wine. It's it's funny because it's true. It is <laughs> alcohol, like just just wine and I don't know. Like I just love wine and wine makes me feel so much better. But maybe it's because it like it's like a suppressant. Well, know? I mean, wine comes from grapes and grapes is a food so i i and it's healthy i can't i think that that's just you know yeah yep <laughs> i it's legit like i'm yeah i'm totally down with it it's fine with me you can have all the wine you want it's weird like i'm surprised I feel like I've gone now almost three weeks without any alcohol at all, which is for that real. Is, that is for me. It's very rare because usually I have a glass a day. So, but that's actually like really, really good because a lot of people that have a glass or two a day, which I mean, they even like out here, I don't know how it is in America, but they even, um, how do you say that? You can uh, say it in Dutch. And bef- yeah, so befolen. They um, oh, they actually say that it's healthy. They say that it's like that it can be healthy. So a lot of people do it, but when you, 
have that when you just have a glass every single day to then stop for three weeks a lot of people would struggle so oh I didn't struggle at all like like this is the thing I think because our dad had addictions to things I've always been very careful about like that you know I I don't want to ever be addicted to anything um and there, there are definitely weeks where, like, I'm like, oh, I would love a, a glass of wine. But I think I was just so focused on, like, what was happening with me and then also, like, just other stuff that was going on in our life, lives, both of us, um, yes. that I didn't, I wasn't thinking about that. And which is weird because usually when I am anxious, I'm, I crave those things. Like, I crave a glass of wine when I'm not feeling at my best. But um, I don't know. Did you also, like maybe because of the medication also have like a little bit more of a push to not touch it well I mean the antibiotics I'm not really sure if you're allowed to drink with it so um, I have no I, clue. but I haven't even this is the thing it hasn't even crossed my mind to check oh, um, so that's not it I yeah. mean that's that's really good though I mean that's pretty damn good that you can I mean I think that I've talked to a couple people that have stopped because of diets and they don't have a problem with it, but they do struggle more than you do Yeah, because they're just used to having like a beer, you I know? Mean, I get that. I, to- I totally get that. I just think that my personality is like, if I don't have it or if I don't need it, then I don't need it. Like, you know, there, there are days where I'm like, oh, like I want alcohol. Like I'm not going to lie. I asked, well, I have, I have a date tonight with a friend of mine. And so um, I asked if we could get wine so that way when we come back and have dinner, because Andrew's going to barbecue, we're gonna we're gonna social distance, hang out outside. And I'm he, so jealous. I know, man. I it's it's so hard being so far away from you. I'm seriously jealous though. Yeah. Well, not like just that. Like I it's so cold out here. I would never have anywhere to go. To have <laughs> you, you, you don't want to be in California right now. Do not romanticize California, okay, babe? It is on fire, literally. Like, there's ash falling from the sky right now. <laughs> so well, Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, okay, so really, really quick. Yeah. <laughs> this entire episode is just us going I literally okay. I literally put the topic as chit chat because I had no fucking clue what we were going to be Good. talking about <laughs> well okay so I haven't watched the the news news I yeah. mean I, I read a little bit of the news but mm-hmm. that's it Um, so mostly just front page news so I, I heard about the fires. I know all of that. And, you know, I talked to you guys, but then I was somewhere. Where was I? What was I on? I was on some kind of social media. I don't remember which one, but they were talking about the California fires and it being fire season. And then someone said all because of a gender reveal. And so I started looking it up and I guess somewhere in California, um, somebody was, I, I guess they had some kind of colored balloons with helium or something somehow. Oh, so, so it started. Yeah. They were talking about the fire starting because somebody like, 
had a gender reveal and I guess it was with balloons and some kind of, yeah, so I'm, I'm guessing helium, but I didn't know if you knew about it, but you don't no, know I, about it either. No, I didn't know. I just knew that shit was on fire. But like, again, like I've been dealing with shit at home. Yeah. And it's not that I'm, I'm trying to be like naive about what's going on in the world. It's just that I just had shit going on and I didn't know, but I did know that it was on fire because uh, my sky is blue out here uh, no and there's, <laughs> and the there's sky is, ash there's it, the sky falling is, from the sky yeah there's ash falling from the sky and it's literally orange i meant like the sky is orange not blue <laughs> I, I didn't even notice that you said blue because I, I knew exactly what you meant i just had like a legit brain you know hiccup yeah oh and that happens to me like all day every day constantly yeah same I feel like <laughs> like you know how you called yourself dumb earlier I'm like I I feel that so like intensely like I feel stupid a lot and yeah I don't actually think I'm stupid I think that my brain is just it's taken a pause that's you know there are moments where it just decides to take a pause <laughs> it just not work it's just like see ya I'm out <laughs> Peace. The but vacation. the thing is, is I, I said I'm dumb and I'm not like I, the thing I could look up how to do something or, and, and I know that if I, um, that if you would teach me or if I would look it up on YouTube or Google or, or whatever, how to do what oh, we're yeah. talking about or anything else, I know that I will pick it up yeah but I'm very like I, I am very negative towards myself oh, I was just and I'll say. say it to you like oh I'm just so stupid but I do it when I'm comfortable so I notice that I do it in front of my kids yeah and yeah I know like I think well I don't do it constantly but I do think that my kids have started to think that it's okay to like you know talk down about themselves like talk badly and and be negative towards themselves so I started to tell my kids like you know stop like well I've of course whenever your kid says something like that then you will tell them don't talk like that you know you're you know you're beautiful or you're very smart or you're very talented but I was like crap like, I really need to pay attention to what I'm saying. So I stopped that a while ago. I don't do it. Like, I don't say it out loud in front of them. But then I was thinking I should just maybe like start telling myself to stop doing that. Yeah, no, that's really where it stems from. I was going to say when you yeah. went, it's a confidence thing, I think. And it it's so weird. Like for the last, I don't know, 20 years, maybe more. I've been content. So weird to say that I'm so old. For the last twenty years, I, right? I, I've been contemplating like what confidence is and like how to obtain it. Like I remember like being like twenty one, like googling like how to be more confident, and then <laughs> and then like getting nowhere with that the, the results. Like like it's something that stems from within, and I think it really is like that. You have to train your inner voice to be nicer to yourself. Absolutely. I, it's not something that just happens, especially when, I mean, let's just face it, we lived in a situation, both of us, where our mother constantly 
was negative towards herself. Yeah. Uh, for example, like I remember mom saying like, oh my God, my thighs are so huge. When I was like five, I remember that. And so when I have- Dang. Yeah. I, I have this, I have moments like that with Kaylin where I, I, I have to bite my tongue um, about stuff. Like I have to bite my tongue about like if I feel fat that day or if I feel ugly that day or just anything negative about myself. I try really hard to just not say anything because I don't want Kaylin to have those inner monologues with herself. I want Kaylin to always have that confidence in herself that, you know, she she's perfect the way that she is. And <clears throat> I'm trying to teach myself that as well. And like my confidence level is a lot higher than it used to be. And I think it's just because I've, I've come to accept who I am. Like I still have body struggles. I still deal with, you know, not, not being as happy with myself as I could be, but that's, I feel like I've, any, even if you have like the most confidence in the world, I still feel like you struggle in some way. Like I've a I, lot of people do. Yeah. I have seen the most beautiful women mm-hmm. inside and out mm-hmm. that are just like, I think this about myself or I hate this part of my face or I hate how I talk or I hate how I laugh or, yeah. or I think a lot of people have it. Yeah. But I do also think that I I know it's just like one of those things that you're like, I'm not going to, I'm never going to be like, I'm never going to be like my parent. I'm never going to be like my mom. And it was just, it's funny that you were saying that. Like we heard mom always saying like, my thighs are, are so yeah, fat. Was, I was in yeah. my shower. I was in my shower and I have one of those like shower seats yeah. and I sat down and as you know, I've been paying more attention to like what I've been eating yeah. and I have been working out and I was sitting down like in the shower and I looked down and it, it might sound stupid, but I mean, I'm not, he- I'm not heavily overweight or anything like that. You know that I'm not extremely overweight. I had a few extra pounds. I was cuddly, but I mean, I am cuddly still, <laughs> but, when, but I looked down and I had a bit of a thigh gap, not, not like up, not upper thigh gap, like more towards my knees, but I looked down and I had the gap and right away, like I got happy Yeah, and I don't want that for myself. And I don't want that for my kids. And I, I think at that moment you start to think like, God, I've, I've become my mom. So I'm not breaking this cycle and I don't want that for my children. And I think that you can sit down and think, okay, well, you know, I've obviously I've fucked up my kids and I've, I've given that to them, that anxiety or that, you know, they've seen it on me. So they're going to take it. Um, I mean, yeah, I shouldn't have done it, but I also, I'm like, I know what I did wrong and I know that I need to fix it. This no, of course not. It was a but I'm saying thing. I can fix it as long as I start to tell them, you know, that, that it's not okay, but not only that, but also like talk to myself in the way that I want to hear them talk to themselves. And I, I think that that's just what it is like, okay, I fucked up, but I'm going to change it. Mm -hmm. And as long as you push towards that, I think it's okay. Like you're, you're doing okay. That's all that matters. is just like, just like you said, like you're, 
you you haven't quite broken the cycle, but you will break the cycle. Once you acknowledge the the issue and you start to pinpoint things that you've done subconsciously, because it's not something that you're mm-hmm. doing consciously. It's something that like just yep. you inherently have because of past experiences, et cetera. Like once you realize that, you can start to acknowledge those things and you can start breaking them apart and you can start basically relearning how to address those situations, address those those thoughts and how you talk to your kids. So I, I'm doing the same thing with Kaylin. You know, I, uh, I'm trying really hard to make sure that she doesn't struggle the way that I've struggled in life, that she doesn't start to feel like she doesn't start to feel like she knows who she is, you know, by the time that she's 31, <laughs> because it's yeah. literally taken me that long to figure myself out. And, uh, you know, I, I'm 36 and I haven't figured it out yet. So <laughs> it's, it, it is what it is, you know, like I, I know that, that, that sentence is kind of redundant and stupid, but it also is just like super real. Like we went through what we went through and we are dealing yeah. with it and we can't really do anything about it until we figure out, you know, how to. So you just got to go through the process. Yeah. I I have to say like, I'm also going to bring it up because <laughs> it sounds stupid, but TikTok, mm-hmm. they have the best... 30 second little videos of therapists. Yes. And it sounds stupid, but it's like oh my God, tiny I, little videos oh that God. I have learned more from, literally have learned more from than being anywhere on Google trying to read about traumatic experiences and and like certain things of how to like what it's called or why do I have that or yeah. how do I change that? It's pinpointing the the issues. The thing with TikTok yeah. is it's you got to do it on cue. You got to do it on time. And so what they've done, like these therapists are so fucking smart. And I saw the best tweet the other day. Uh, I'm probably not going to um, like tell you what it is verbatim because I don't remember exactly. But it's basically like, uh, you know, I found TikTok, TikToks of therapists that give me advice while they do a little dance and it's that's TikTok. It's <laughs> so good <laughs> it's the best yeah. I love like if you're not on that side of TikTok if you are stuck on straight talk or or if you are stuck <laughs> on like anything on TikTok make sure that you get to that side because it's yeah. it's Th- the best this is the other thing for me like I don't know how I don't know how to box myself in. You know what I mean? Like there are so many facets facets about myself and you're the same way. And I know you are. There's so many. And I think most people are like, I know like online when it comes to social media, you find your niche, right? Like, oh, like I'm really into spooky shit. I'm really into uh, painting or I'm really, you know, you find your thing and then, and then you gain your followers and, and all of that. For me, it's not like that. Like I, I don't necessarily care about followers. It's cool like when someone follows me and we have like similarities and stuff like that's cool. Um, But I'm not doing it for that. I want to just do what I want. Like I want to be able to like be spooky cute, but also talk about my daughter. I want to talk about witchy things, but I also want to talk about like shit that matters like Black Lives Matter or 
whatever the fuck I feel like that day. And I, I, that's, I think that's why I really like our podcast too, is because I feel like it touches on all kinds of topics. Like even in this particular episode, we've touched on like, I want to say like 10 different 50, topics. 50,000 different. <laughs> <laughs> but it's because, you know, people are multifaceted and you can have interests in multiple things. You don't have to be put in a box. No. And that's just the fun thing about being on social media as far as I'm concerned. Right. When you find people that you can connect with that have the same type of interest that you have in, in anything, what whatever interest it might be. I think it's cool that you can connect with other people and that you can learn so many things. That to me is the reason why I'm on social media. Yeah, exactly. No, I I think I think the reason why I like social media and like using it is because I just like to share like like that. I think that's really what it is. I like to share and because it's not really even like the comments or people engaging with me. Um, usually it feels nice. It's like, oh, that's awesome. But then they'll try, like people try to talk to me and then I'm like, no, don't say any. I can't. I don't know how to keep this conversation. I'm like, eh. You know, it's it's one of those things. That's why I know I'm, I'm not doing it for the reasons of like, I want attention. I just like to share. <laughs> I like to share without without acknowledgement. Like, like, you know, you can just give me a thumbs up if you like it. And then I'll be like, that's great. You don't have like, I don't know how to handle people and I, and I feel really bad about this, but I don't know how to handle conversations with people anymore, especially I just anyone. It used to be strangers I was better with than people I knew. But now it's just anybody that messages me that I don't know that wants to. I'm like, I, ah. <laughs> I don't have that because I mean, like, you know, I'm not I don't I have like what what do you, like what would you call it? Like a, a friend and family Instagram and yeah. Facebook. And I mean, I think I have like. I don't know, two people and a dog that follow me on TikTok. So I'm not like you. <laughs> I'm not like you. I don't get like people that come to me. So I would love to throw myself out there and be like you. Not like not like you, but I mean, actual, you know, making content. And I'm sure that a lot of people out there can, relate. you know, to you relate to you but I'm sure that a lot of people also can relate to me in the fact of they're on there and they'd want to but they're kind of also like I think anybody uh. listen I think all right if people say they don't like TikTok they're fucking lying or they're oh. they're just not in it for fun like they don't know how to have a good day or something you know what I mean <laughs> like it's the best like even if you're just lurking on TikTok you're enjoying it and like like I, f- I feel like one of the very first TikToks I ever saw was someone saying like, "Oh, if you're if you're on here and you're just lurking and you're not, and you're not making anything, you're insecure." And I'm like, "Oh, that's it's it's you're it's it's true." Like, sorry, that was a big slap in the face, but it it's true, you know. It's very true. It's very true. And um, I mean, I'd love to do it, but that like that's also a you thing. Have, like, though. I think you just I think what it is is it, it's fine. Okay. People have niches because sometimes it's a crutch. Sometimes people f- find that thing that they are, they're good at because they're like, oh, I'm good at this. It's like when you're writing and they tell you, like, write about what you know, like that's TikTok when you first start. And then once you start to get to like 
to a point where like you're pretty good at it and then you start branching out I mean that's just my opinion I I don't know I don't even think I'm that good at TikTok I, I think I just had some videos that were like interesting and so they got attention and so I have like a uh I have a few people on there and I I don't know I just I don't necessarily think my content's that great I just I'm just having fun I'm just I'm just doing my thing how do you feel about the fact because that's another thing like I I would love to open myself up and be like okay you know this is me and here I am and anybody that you know like resonates like you know send hit me up send me a message let's talk about whatever yeah that's fun but like I said I have like family and friends so a yeah. lot of the time I would also be like I don't really you mean like that time Joshua was want like, them hey. to see that or really want them to know that or yeah. how do you feel about the fact that everybody can see everything I don't care anymore like I'm not even gonna lie like I think I think I don't know I've thought about it a lot the only people I would really care about or like Andrew's family. I worry that they are going to be judgmental of me because I want them to like me because, you know, they're Andrew's family. Well, that's, I think that's just a normal yeah, thing. But in terms of just they, like who I am. And they would, they seem to me like they would never judge you. No, like they're the sweetest so. people. Like let, let that be said. Like and, <laughs> They are. No, no, no. I, I, I love Andrew's family so much. Like there's a there was this uh, moment with his dad. Uh, Andrew's dad has this like mannequin in his garage, and oh, we were yes. talking about it. I have it. pictures of it. Um, but uh, anyways, I remember we were talking about girls or whatever, and he's like, "You like girls, huh?" And I was like, "Hell yeah, I do!" And he was like, "I knew it." And it was just this like very small little interaction, and I'm like, "Oh, like I just I just was very open about like my sexuality with this." you know man who who could be very conservative I don't, I don't know you know and it was just funny that like he like accepted it he was like oh, I knew it you know it just made me feel really good well I mean I've okay did I tell you did I ever tell you about I was gonna actually make a TikTok of this <laughs> but did I ever tell you about the time now you know that I've been with Christian since I was 14, almost 15. I know. And Christian's dad is like my dad. But, okay, it's still as close as he is. He's my dad. Mm -hmm. He's still my father-in-law. <laughs> so <laughs> when Monster's Ball, the movie, came out, did I, I ever tell you, you this? No, Monster Ball? Oh, what like, that? Monster's Ball with... Halle Berry. I've never seen it. Oh my God. When you get off of the podcast with me, after we stop, go and look up the sex scene. You're not going to find it like, you know, and like Wait, it, it'll be on the- is this the one where like the girl has sex with the, the monster thing? No, 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 no. Is it like in the it's, shower? It's a really, no, it's a really, you should watch the movie. It's a really sad, really- heartfelt movie it like oh my god I cried but that's what I'm trying to say but there's a part where Halle Berry has sex with um oh my god I can't I can't think of his name um and I'm literally what's watching he, a show what's he from it, it starts with a t he was married to Angelina Jolie for a while 
Um, Billy Bob Thornton. Oh, yeah. That okay. Guy. Halle Berry and Billy Bob Thornton have sex. Melanie, look it up. It is pretty much, it's almost porn. <laughs> and it and it lasts forever. <laughs> it lasts forever. And the weird, like you can hear them, you can see them. They keep going at it. It's showing different positions constantly. It's rough and hard sex. It's Halle Berry talking dirty as hell. And there's like, I mean, there's a part where there's a birdcage. I will, I've never been able to look at those kind. I oh man. But just imagine sitting there in the dark alone with your father-in-law, okay? And you're watching a really good movie and you're like, <laughs> and then, so Porn. he knows that he he knew, like I joke around with him all the time about women. So I think he's, it's never been like, yeah, I'm a bisexual, but I think he knows, you know, I, I also am very attracted to women. So he's like, Dude, Halle Berry. Like, I would. He, he, they have this saying in Holland. Well, it's not a saying, but it's something that men say. It's, it's, I would, um, I would, how do you say this? I would, Dutch. I like it when you, I would have a, that would like, not So, I would have, I, you know, I would have a fight for two weeks at home you know, to have a piece of that. Oh, man. So he said that to me and I was like, oh yeah, me too. You know, Halle Berry. And it was like joking. It's like, oh yeah, Halle Berry. But then I'm sitting there with my father-in-law watching Halle Berry get fucked <laughs> for I don't know how long. I have never, I was so red. I was so embarrassed and like neither of us said anything. Like neither of us said anything. And... <laughs> so embarrassing and like afterwards he said something like we didn't nothing and then right like after a few minutes later after I was like oh my god I couldn't even pay attention to the fucking movie because you're just sitting there so embarrassed <laughs> and he says like do you want like do you want something to drink or something and I'm like um yeah and I go to like lean over to like to grab a cigarette and he goes yeah after that I feel like I need to smoke too but it was <laughs> <laughs> we still talk about it to this day like how embarrassing that moment was if you've seen monsters ball it's just you don't want to watch that sitting alone in the dark with your father i don't even it know if i want to watch so it so awful like this is the thing i can watch porn it's fine but like oh yeah i have a hard time with movies and oh and sex scenes like I, like I, I just i i feel like i'm 11 years old and it doesn't matter who I'm with. It just, I just feel like I'm 11 years old watching uh watching porno with people. See, did you do you remember when we came out um to Holland the and then okay so when we moved out to Holland to make a very long story short um we came through the Dutch embassy and through the Dutch embassy they get you in contact with a um. I don't know how to say that, like a, in, like an, inst, like a, an inciting of man. Yeah. Um, with like, like a social worker who mm -hmm. gets the house ready for you, they fill it. So you pay them. Mm -hmm. um, you, it's, it's really cool. You pay them 5,000 and then they go and buy a bunch of junk and bullshit for about 200. <laughs> and then they fill your house up with um, 
you know, TVs that were, was the very first type of TV that ever came out. I remember. So, it was like, <laughs> I remember. so you, there was not, this TV was so old. <laughs> it did not have a remote control. Jennifer was sitting in front of the TV and Clicking. she was like switching the channels and out here in Holland, it's completely normal to see, you know, porn. N- at like- well, not, not just porn, but like just nude in general, it's normal. Yeah. But so we're switching and I, I don't know, cause I don't think it was porn. It wasn't porn. I'm sorry. It was not porn. It was just a pair of nude breasts that's all it was but I do remember I do remember like Jennifer because I mean our mom was such a prude oh my god (laughs) and we we just got out and (laughs) Jennifer like (laughs) she just sat in shock like she couldn't move and she was just like (gasps) staring at the tv (laughs) and like mom's like like turn it off, turn it off, like change channel. And Jennifer's just dumb fat. Like she, she could not hear. She was completely <laughs> far away in a different country. And like <laughs> Rudy's like, turn it off. And you could totally see like Joshua was like, I don't seem to mind. I don't know what the problem is. <laughs> All of us. I don't remember this. We're just like, uh, and I, it's the number one thing is that as far as I'm concerned, I'm totally okay with um, n- nudity on TV because I'm used to it now. Yeah. Like it's so different it's, in Holland. It's so weird that you mention that because now that you mention it, I remember that Fox Kids in the Netherlands at 10 p.m. or something like that, it would turn into like a porn, a a, a porn channel. Yeah. It's not like that anymore. But at the time it they was. Have, yeah, they changed it at a certain time. Like, But that just baffles me. Like, oh, my God, there was a kid's channel that at 10 p.m. It was the porn channel. And I remember that. I remember so vividly being like, well, we can't watch this at 10 p.m. Because it's going to get weird. Oh, man. Like, I think I'm so like, I'm totally not our our mother is completely against porn always has been always will be she's you know she just grew up that way and I think that um she has let go with a lot of things but porn is still something that is just vile in her eyes and I I don't have a problem with it at all um and I think that when you're a kid it's or not just a kid, but a teenager, like it's absolutely something that is just, it. it's just interesting. And you want to know what's going on. And I do remember when I was like young, before we moved out to Holland in America, you had like, when you would flip the channel and you'd get like one channel that had like static, but you could just see <laughs> a little bit like in between what they were doing. <laughs> And oh so you'd be God. like, oh shit, like, and you turn it down and then you'd be like, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. And like, like <laughs> what are you doing? How, how old were you the first time you watched? I mean, this is, the, we don't have to put this, we don't have to air this, but how old were you the first time you watched a porno? Um, well, the first time I watched a porno, I think I was pretty old. The first time that I ever actually watched porn porn, I think I was like, 16 or 17 the very first time that I ever saw something like that um 
the porn with the static on TV, I think I was like, what, 12? <laughs> and But that I couldn't see anything, you know, I, well, not really, really. And the first time that I ever actually saw porn um, was with, I was at my friend Jamie's house and her dad had, the ba- their bathroom was filled filled with playboys and and big jugs and all that kind of and i mean i was what like 10 no i think 11 so of course that was just like holy crap like i want to see this and i think yeah that was my first time ever coming into contact with um with porn oh what about you oh my god i'm about to out jennifer so bad (gasps) Oh, Jenny, why does it not surprise me? It just doesn't surprise me. So do you remember, I'm not going to remember their names because I was really young, but when we lived in the, ho- the house with the gre- with the big windows, the green, the greenhouse with all the windows, Paris? Yeah. Okay, so no. there, were these, there were these. No, that was in Homeland. Okay, well, I don't remember. Anyways, there were these kids that we used to play with, uh, two boys. And Jennifer and I were young. I must have been like eight, seven or eight, um, maybe even younger, but I think seven or eight. And we went over to their house and the boy showed us porn. It was Jennifer, me, the younger boy and his brother. And they it was like the weirdest video like i still remember it i remember like uh, there was a call like oh i want to know what like my girlfriend's gonna sound like when we like do it and so then they do it while this person's on the phone and i remember the kid being like yeah like when you're horny when you're a girl your boobs get really hard (laughs) and i'm like thinking thinking that forever it wasn't anything nothing happened sexually between any of us but we were just it was like we were all dissecting it like as kids like oh this is a really weird video (laughs) (laughs) and jennifer jennifer was there so she remembers this but i like it again it wasn't anything sexual or anything like that but i just remember i just remember being like that's sex and i was seven and it's like weird thinking seven or eight it was weird thinking that because Kaylin's like almost that age and I cannot imagine Kaylin seeing anything like that. Like, no, you know? Yeah, no, I totally, um, I totally get that. I, I think there's also, I'm, that's what terrifies me nowadays is that porn is everywhere and my kids, you know, they use computers. I monitor, I'm not, I'm not horrible. Like I don't like monitor every second of the day but I do check what they look at you know to make sure um and I think like it's also you can't avoid it completely Mm -hmm. you know they're going to see it sometime um but I also think that there's just like a whole I mean I think the first time that I ever actually thought or knew that like people that like bestiality was a thing yeah um I think I was like 16 or 17 the very first time that I heard that and what okay hold on what is the weirdest kink you've ever heard of well there was this there's this one guy who really thinks it's like 
hot as hell if two girls fight each other. <laughs> and if you have a fighting fetish, if you have a girl on girl fighting fetish, like explain it to me. Explain it to me. I need to understand. Like, like I, I'm, I'm not. We're not kink. We're not kink shaming. No, 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 we're no. We're not no. trying to say that it's Mm-mm. gross or anything no. like that. Um, as long as you don't hurt other people or animals, yeah, we're great. I'm do, not- do whatever the do you. But what I, what I'm trying to say, like, if you're trying to, you know, get two girls. <laughs> to fight, to fight no, each other no. then then fuck okay. you but if you are just looking at two girls fighting and you're getting off we, we're not trying to say it's bad we just want to know why <laughs> we went <laughs> no you know the thing is oh man bless his heart i guess um you know bless a whole lot more on that man i mean <laughs> i mean i know like, per- personally i have like i have like a little bit of a like when it comes to that person in particular, we're not friends anymore um, <clears throat> or anything. Um, but I still think about that. I still think about like, I have never heard of anything like this. And I remember when we would talk like, because we were sort of dating and he would he would talk about how, you know, him and his current girlfriend would fight each other for him or over him. And like, mm. like he would have like these like scenarios in his head in which one, <laughs> one of us would get, be really angry or jealous and then we would like fight each other or whatever. And I just, I'd like, I, I would always indulge it because I was trying to be nice, you know, like, okay, yeah, it's not my, not my thing. Again, not kink shaming, just, you know, it wasn't really my thing and I didn't really understand it, but I never, I never really like... I never understood it. Well, like even like even I wonder. I wonder if it's if if he already gets a little bit aroused if like his girlfriend's pissed off, like just just in a pissed off mood, and, like not, upset and not like not like that. I kind of like. I think it has to be because Christian girl. If Christian would be horny all day if that was a kink, <laughs> <laughs> I could get him aroused <laughs> real quick. Well, the other thing is he's talking to like the most. <clears throat> Uh, he's talking to this this person was talking to the most like docile individual who like yes I have been I, in fights in the past but like I am not I right I just have I don't have like a mean bone I don't want to like punch anybody I don't, but I do have to say that is also a thing with people that have like a kink if you have a kink and it's okay or not a kink. I, I wouldn't even say that. Sometimes it's just hot to think about a certain person who is one way turning around completely yeah, and doing a 180 and being different. That's just something that can be a turn on. So somebody that's completely submissive being dominant or somebody that is completely, you know, docile becoming very... Yeah. Or I had like a thing for this girl um, who is for this actress, uh, Chantal Janssen. And uh, she's so sweet and she's just like so cute and she's just blonde. And I don't, I'm not like blonde, it's not my type, but she's just so freaking cute. And like she's like, 
just very quiet. And I used to say, like, if if I could do Chantal Janssen one night, like all I would want to do is have her screaming. Like I would <laughs> want her screaming. Like Amanda. I would that's all I would want is just to see her like screaming because she's so. <laughs> how did this completely... episode even start? I need to. I don't even understand how this episode started. I'm so sorry. No, I don't know a... what happens. <laughs> it's every single time with us. We, it, it, it turns around and it's something completely different than what we started with. You know what I was thinking? I was thinking <clears throat> like while I was getting ready today, how like if people are looking for like a lazy, a lazy day podcast this is it yeah and this is this would be the one to start with this (laughs) (laughs) episode yeah um speaking of we're coming up on i think an hour or 10 minutes so we probably need to wrap up holy shit i know it's it's like our phone calls this was like a phone call yeah i know but that's good i i appreciate it like i like how we called each other and then i was like i can't wait to talk to you more and then now we, yes. we talked for an hour and a half to pee. Got to pee, man. Me too. But it's just been a hell of a week and it was um, nice to not talk about all that. Yeah. I mean, I, I was thinking about it. Eventually we will. I just think that it would be good to have Jennifer on with us at the same time when we talk about all that other stuff. All of the stuff all that the has things. happened yeah. in Alas, my fucking staff months. infection. I have a hole in my leg and it's still there. Yeah, our life is just our lives are just there's just always something going on. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's just nice to get on. On the, I was going to say on the phone <laughs> <laughs> because because that's how it feels like I would like well, on the it's like that. Um, but, it's like that uh, comic um that i posted oh she's such an, a great illustrator oh, i wish i had remember i could remember her name um but she she posted that thing where because she's an artist and she works at home and she was saying how podcasts make her feel like she's yes. with her friends and so like my hope is that if anybody's listening to this they just feel like you know they're with friends like i i don't know i don't i just want i just want it to feel natural and easy with this podcast and uh, and like podcasting with you is natural and easy and I that's the atmosphere and the and the feeling that we're going for so yeah and it's just um yeah I I absolutely agree that they can just get on and be like okay now I can relax and just listen I have certain podcasts that I I just can't listen to at all because of how they make me feel yeah you know what I mean the, the how they talk to each other like blah, 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 oh my my the worst is I like, can't handle that the worst is like you have two people that you know they might know each other they might not know each other and then they're talking and it just feels there's like no chemistry you know yeah the, I think that you know I'm sure I'm sure people will get I'm sure people will get on and be like Oh no, I can't listen to that girl Amanda's voice. Like, oh no, I can understand that. <laughs> I just hope that there's also people. <laughs> I get it. Me too. But um, <laughs> like, <laughs> same. But I do hope that there's just a, just one or two people that get on and are like, okay, this makes me relax. Yeah. This makes me, you know, I can listen and, and I can just, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what, what I, I want. want. I- Jinx. You owe me a Coke all the way from the Netherlands, bitch. (laughs) 
Yeah, I owe your daughter um um sweet tarts. I was gonna say sweet tarts. So I I should just yeah, she, it'll happen. She promise. Yeah, she talks about sweet tarts and you all the time. So I, miss, I really need I to send so the card. Yeah, yeah. We need to send you some stuff too. Okay. But um for now, thank you for listening. We uh we're we have an Instagram. Uh it is Oh yeah. It is uh what is it again? Drama and laughs. Oh yeah, on Instagram. We have that. That's what we have. Yes. We don't have anything else yet, but we have an Instagram. So if you guys go there, you guys can follow us or choose not to. That's fine too. We don't no judgment. We see you though. <laughs> All right, guys. Have a good day. Uh, All that. Bye. Thanks for listening to our bullshit. Bye. Bye. It's It's Tramaraderie.